0: the show where I started off. That's right, it's me, John, your host, and with me is always my also host, Wombat. How's it going, also host? Uh,
1: I have dogs barking in the background suddenly, so that's how it's going for me. Oh, that's fun. Cool. Yeah.
0: Well, uh, what's your glowing weak point?
1: Glowing weak point? Yeah. What about it? Do you have one? (laughs) I do. I'd like to hear yours. (laughs) Well, too bad. I asked you first. No, you definitely. No, didn't. you just said glowing weak point. I asked you. I said glowing weak point. What's yours? <laughs> okay, my glowing weak point. You can't get out of this.
0: I definitely asked you first. My glowing, and I know you're not going to edit this to change
1: that. <laughs> my glowing weak point is a uh, Shangri La Frontier just recently wrapped up its fucking huge fight sequence. That took it like five episodes uh-huh. to do, um, at least. Yeah, and it was easily the best that genre of like let's go into an MMO and fuck around has ever been, like, like uh-huh. by a country mile. It, it left behind all of its its peers in the dust. Um, it was fantastic, and it was quite good. What's up? I said it
0: it was white quite good. Yeah.
1: Like uh it it didn't ever it was dragging, but it didn't feel like it was wasting my time. So that that's what I have to say about that. Um, I'm looking I'm hoping okay. that it keeps getting seasons and it's just like a mainstay anime for a long time. Cause it's just it's Yeah it's juicy. It's good. I love it. <laughs> it's it's pretty good uh what about you john what's your glowing weak point
0: uh i saw a play a play i went to the
1: theater what did you see
0: the the theater i saw the 39 steps
1: i've never heard of that
0: it's uh it's a 1935 uh film Okay, so I, I guess so This is a, a reverse it's a adaptation play adapted from a novel that was also adapted into a film.
1: Okay, yeah. All right. What's it, what's what's it about? Um. <laughs>
0: oh gosh. Uh. So, it's um.
1: Come on, John, you've got this.
0: <laughs> it was a little bit more than a week ago. <laughs> we just don't do this every week. What so. was the
1: main character's uh, name?
0: <laughs> Richard Hannay. Uh Richard uh it, the the story is about um spies and uh, murder. Ooh. And uh secrets to be taken out of the country and uh love and a lack thereof
1: so we're on some um, james bond shit
0: right now yes except he isn't the secret agent he is he is a uh,
1: he's the hapless just, just man, man who falls into the middle he, of it
0: correct yeah um the the play is a comedy
1: was um, the movie and book the, a comedy the, the,
0: not really. the 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 book is an adventure novel. Okay. uh the The play is a comedy. Um, it is written to be played by a cast of four.
1: Four total um, people. Yes.
0: Yeah, so one actor plays the hero, Richard Hannay. Uh-huh. Uh huh. An actress or or actor plays the three women with whom he has romantic entanglements, and the two other players uh, actors play every other character in the show occasionally playing multiple characters at once (laughs) okay um I was looking to I was trying to look it up uh
1: so not long ago I watched the uh the middle ditch and Schwartz uh, improv things on Netflix and the the yeah. two of them end up playing like five different characters, none of whom whose names they can remember, like all at once.
0: <laughs> uh, so the the description for the uh, the play in particular that we went to, I, I finally found the one that they wrote, mix a Hitchcock masterpiece with a juicy spy novel. Add a dash of Monty Python, and you have the 39 Steps, a fast-paced whodunit for anyone who loves the magic of theater. This two-time Tony and Drama Desk award-winning treat is packed with nonstop laughs. Over 150 zany characters, played by a ridiculously talented cast of four.
1: That's too many!
0: On-stage plane crash, handcuffs, missing fingers,
1: and some good old-fashioned romance. I'm gonna I'm gonna lay it out right now too many characters 150 uh, between having watched between four people and one of them only plays one guy so that's really a 149 Correct. between three characters <laughs> it's too many
0: you, yeah let, let me but one of them one of them plays three characters so
1: okay so we're down to 146 <laughs> between two characters that's uh-huh. seventy three characters per person that's it's yeah, too I mean, that's, many characters that about right it's too many
0: <laughs> i i I will say I did not count the characters though I believe the number <laughs> and it was absolutely the perfect like it's it was great is a hilarious show really well done well acted. The the set was was well designed. It was very very good.
1: It would need to be well acted it, for two people to play seventy three characters. You have to find fucking. You have to find the best character actors in the tri state area. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just a little community. Uh, wow. To be fair, you are in Atlanta, so they have a, a wider option to pull from than most other places Correct. would.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it was it was delightful. I very much enjoyed it. Okay. Well, let's get on to it. Uh what? we played games. We did. We you played, played more games. games than me.
1: Which I is did, weird, which uh hasn't been also, whoa, in a couple of years. We we're, we're playing the same game? <laughs> yeah. Just noticed that. What yeah. the fuck? <laughs> That was you probably
0: got further than me. Uh
1: pr- almost definitely. I'm like 20 hours in, but let's see. I mean, we're sharing the same game. Lead with that, John.
0: All right. So I played Yakuza 0. Uh-huh. Um I think I got through the prologue. Um well, did you
1: fight uh Kuze? he 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 rips off his shirt before he fights you I don't think so Then you are not through the
0: prologue It's 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 a pretty long prologue then
1: Yeah the the game doesn't really open up until shortly after you fight Kuze Okay <clears throat> How yeah. are you enjoying it though
0: It's pretty good it's my first Yakuza game uh the fighting's pretty simple
1: um uh, you don't have a, 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 but it's fun. You don't have all of the uh, three fighting styles yet, so it it no, it gets more I complicated. Only have two of them. Yeah. Um. Well, I've also been playing Yakuza Zero, and I'm like twenty hours in. I think I said that already. Uh, I'm in the middle yeah. of doing the um. There's a real estate mini game for Kiryu, and So, the way you upgrade your abilities, right, is that you spend money on yourself, and it it, uh, unlocks Uh new abilities and your shit. Um, And the first couple are, like, reasonably priced. They're, like, 400,000 yen, 2 million yen, and you'll come across that pretty easily. And then it jumps to 30 million yen. And then it jumps to 100 million yen. So, early in the game, you'll be scratching your head like uh. What the fuck? How do I get that much money? And with Kiryu, the answer is you do the real estate mini game. <laughs> and what that what that okay. involves is you go around and you buy up prop, like uh, properties in the varying districts of Camarocho and you invest in them in order for them to like bring in greater profits for you. Uh, you have to go back to your little home base area periodically to go collect your earnings. And then you you set a manager and a security guy. And then they, they it happens all again. And five minutes later, you go back and you collect your money. And eventually, you'll have your enough money to do things with it. The catch there being that there are what's called the five billionaires, who all own majority stakes in the varying... Uh, areas of Kamurocho, and you end up having to fight them. Um, and, and what the fight can be, like, there's always, like, a boss fight at the end where you just fucking throw punches. But, like, the Leisure yeah. King, the first guy you ha- you have to tangle with, um, forces you into a karaoke fight where you have to perform better on the karaoke machine than he does. <laughs> <laughs> And the uh, the, okay. the other guys also have dumb bullshit. Like, I'm working on the Electronics King right now, and when I hit the 60% threshold with him or something, 60 or 70, I'm going to have to go face him in OutRun. You know, Sega's classic arcade game, OutRun. Yeah. Which I'm going to lose, so that's going to set me back a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> do, do you do well in in uh... OutRun, John? Everyone's okay. I I could never get past, like, the first or second turn. Legit. <laughs> like, I don't know what to do. I have no idea how the game works. I don't know what I'm doing. It sucks. <laughs> um,
0: okay. Well, I guess you'll figure it yeah.
1: out. Uh, real quick, though, I will say I enjoy fighting as Majima more than I do as Kiryu. Because the game has you jumping back and forth between uh Kazuma Kiryu and Majima Goro. And Kiryu yeah. just kind of beats people with his fists. Like that's his thing. And Majima, meanwhile, has like a a, a fist fisticuff style. But then he has a yeah. a slugger style where he uses a baseball bat to beat people. And then his third <laughs> His third, I don't remember what it's called, but he break dances to fight. <laughs> that's pretty cool. It's it's awesome. It reminds me of like um Tekken's take on a is it capoeira? Yeah. Yeah. Like that's what it, that's what the uh the break dancing style reminds me of a lot.
2: Okay. Yeah.
1: It's real good. You'll, you'll love Majima when you get to him, John. You will. Okay. Whenever I get there. Yeah. All right. Tell me about Koi Koi.
0: Okay. Uh, so let's, let's talk Nintendo for a second. We've, we've talked for, for a long time about how Nintendo makes
1: toys. Yes. Yeah.
0: Not not video games, right? They they make they games. they approach it as um, if they're
1: making toys for children. That is what they're doing.
0: Because for the longest time, for their entire history, they've been a
1: toy company. Right? They're over like a hundred and thirty years old now, or something. Like uh-huh. yeah. so and, uh huh yeah. Video games were not around uh, for, for a lot of that time. The vast majority
0: of that time. <laughs> <laughs> the, the vast majority. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, the for for that. Entire time they've they've had one hit product for, for their entire hundred plus years.
1: The Nintendo Switch. And
0: that is Hanafuda cards. Oh, okay. <laughs> Hanafuda cards are honestly they're they're super thick and they're hard and they're they do not flex. They're they're almost like tablets kind of than than what you would consider a card.
1: Okay. And are these like um, playing cards? Like what do you do with these cards?
0: Yes, these these are playing cards. Um a stack of of uh, a full deck of 48 is uh about as tall as a deck of cards on its side. <laughs> okay. So they're thick. They they're thick. Okay. Shuffling them involves you uh spreading them all out and
1: and shifting them around and then stacking them back right. up again. Honestly, my preferred method of shuffling. You're you're not going to do a bridge with this. Have you ever played Munchkin? Um, (laughs) Have you ever tried to shuffle a deck in Munchkin? Like, it's impossible. You just throw it on the table and you you, you move them around. And then you call it done. You just shuffle in in sections. I understand you you could shuffle them in sections. That's annoying, though. Just throw them on the table, move them around. It's alright. Nobody cares. (laughs) Okay. Anyway, Hanafuda cards, koi um, koi.
0: Ha, yeah, Hana, Hanafuda cards are, are used to play a number of different games. They're some people just are like, I played Hanafuda the other day. No, you didn't. That's not a game. That's like I played uh, bicycle cards the other day.
1: <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> you say I world. played spades or I played go go fish.
0: Yeah. 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 Or yeah. crazy eights. Or you know Texas hold'em. Um, Koi Koi is one of the most popular ones of those games. It's probably the best known around the world because it's been included in innumerable anime and manga and uh, video games. It's, It's a very, very popular game. It's even, like, it's one of the main games in Hawaii because Hawaii's connected to that whole culture. Right. Um... Korea has their form of Hanafuda cards called Hwatu, which is the exact same except the last two months of cards, See, think suits, um, are flipped. So November is December to them and vice versa. Okay. Uh, and they also play Koi Koi, although they call it Stop Go or Go Stop. But it's right. so, the same game.
1: So what is the goal of Koi Koi?
0: the the goal of koi koi is to collect uh, the most yaku and finish your round first i it's it's a seri- it's a it's a game where you play multiple rounds and you try and get the highest points across all of the rounds and so as you play you've got the cards in your hand you've got cards on the table you're trying to match them it's a it's called a fishing style game it's not go fish you're not asking for people but you're matching um <laughs> you're matching cards on the table with cards in your hand and taking them and you um you're trying to get certain types of cards so like if you get 5 of this card then you get a point if you get these 3 specific cards then you get 5 points so I on. see Uh, and then, once you get any points, you have the choice to say koi koi, which means keep going. You know, let's go, let's go. Or, chobu, which means, all done. (laughs) Game's over. Stop. Oh, well that's fucked up. If you, if And, so if you call chobu, you get points. Uh, and the other person doesn't. And, and that's the way the game is. Like, only one person is getting points each round. Um... So, it's a gamble of, I got one point, maybe I can get, you know, 12 more in the next round if I play my cards right and if I'm lucky. But, if they get something in that time and they call Chobu, I don't get anything. Um, it is the, the most fun game I have on this list. Oh, okay. <laughs> we have played it probably a dozen times since now probably more than a dozen times <laughs> so so this is your new since obsession the last time it's very fun and it's it's a card game and it's pretty fast so it's like you know we we sit down we eat food we're like hey, you want to play a game of koi koi and then you know you just pull it out and it 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 goes through fast and you enjoy your time and it's there's there's a reason why uh, it's a game popular on every continent, and right, and the, the millions of people play it throughout the or throughout the world because it, it's a good game. Okay. <laughs> uh, flip side of this, I'm just gonna keep going right on to the next one. Is uh, Hanahalis? Is that another
1: Hanafuda which game? is
0: Another Hanafuda game? Because we're like, man, Koi Koi is so much fun. Let's let's try. One of the other ones. So, uh. You said flip side, the, though. Uh oh. The. The. Koi Koi is, a, is the. One of the most well known games. Hachi Hachi is the second most well known. But Hana Awase is. Is where. Like, it's, it's a little bit more foundational to the cards. Like, sometimes the cards are called Hana Awase cards. Uh, because. The this game came first. I see. So it's
1: like, when, when you pick up a, a deck of cards, some people will be like, this is a poker deck.
0: Yeah, that's ig- precisely. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, Hana Osa was fucking miserable. <laughs> oh! <laughs> well, it, we're it, not it a is, fan of Hana Osa. <laughs> no, it is it is so similar to Koi Koi. But there's, there's a, a few differences that, like, you, you play all the way through the deck. Whereas with Koi Koi, you stop before you hit the end of it. So there's, like, there's some strategy of, like, it could not happen. It could still be in there. So you play through everything. Every card gets claimed. Um, and then you do the math on things. And every card has a point value. And every... Um, uh, Yaku, the, the the sets that you're trying to get are like 12 times the amount and there's just so many ways to dick people over. So we uh, we finished a game of Koi Koi and it was like, oh, I stomped you this round. I, I had like 20 more points than you did at the end of that. And we finished the game of Hana Awase and my wife was like, yeah, yeah, I stomped you at the end of this. I had four hundred more points. Jesus, than you. <laughs> <laughs> like, yep, yeah. This was not fun the entire
1: <laughs> way through. Let's not play this one again. You've got three points. She's got four hundred and three points. <laughs> it it was it was rough. It was rough,
0: and it's it's primarily a gambling game. So uh, like. It's I can see it, it being potentially more fun if if you're like playing with chips or something. Right. But no. if there was money on the table. <laughs> then then I wouldn't play because <laughs> golly, I'd lose it all. Alright. Tell me about Kirby and the Forgotten Land, because oh I really want to play that game.
1: Kirby and the Forgotten Land is one of the best Kirby games that has ever been made. It is so wonderful and joyous. It is made out of pure marshmallow and goodness. Um, I, I, I fucking love Kirby so much. Like, it, such a great like character. just just as a character, I love Kirby. I love playing Kirby games. Uh-huh. You know, like yeah. just sucking people up, getting a sword, swiping them. Throwing bombs and shit. It's, it's fantastic. Kirby takes all of that. So satisfying. Kirby in the Forgotten Land takes all of that and puts it into a 3D environment. And it still works. You know? It's usually in like a 2D 2D thing. It still works in, in 3D. It's fantastic. It's wonderful. Um, it's just... It's just so good, and then like like the big uh, the the change in Forgotten Land is that you can suck up big, big objects in, in what's called like mouthful mode, right? So so Kirby can suck up a car, but it, it, it's too big to swallow, right? So Kirby can't become a car, but Kirby can be over the car and drive the car, and, and you can boost the car up so that you can bust through fucking broken walls and shit. It's fantastic. You can also like mouthful walls, uh, vending machines, (laughs) water towers. It's, it's so good. Um, I've gotten as far into the game as to see Meta Knight, which was exciting. Meta Knight is my favorite character in the whole of Kirby. Um, He's not a bad guy this time around. Uh, You open up an arena area, and Meta Knight goes goes to situate himself in the arena. And when you do the first tournament, you get to fight Meta Knight at the end of it. Which was awesome. And then you get the ability to upgrade the sword ability to be like Meta Knight's sword. So I did that. (laughs) Of course. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. Yeah, it's... Because
0: the Meta Knight sword is just a better version of the Sword Knight. Right.
1: When you have full health, you shoot laser beams from your sword. Uh-huh. It's great.
0: Yeah. Ugh. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Fucking, if you if you haven't, play Kirby in the Forgotten Land. It is it is easily the best Kirby game I've ever played.
0: Yeah. It's just expensive.
1: <laughs> yeah, it is. Nintendo games don't go cheaper anymore, which really no, fucking sucks. They don't. Um, uh, tell me about Destiny Two. You've actually been playing it for a change. Yep. How's that going? <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> it's uh, it's not great. <laughs> We're not liking Destiny Two anymore.
0: No, no. I picked it up and played it to to be nice to my wife. And, uh...
1: Oh, is, has she been remembered. playing it this whole
0: time? Yeah, she, she still plays it. Somewhat? Dang, and you oh, ditched her for, like, eight months. Right, but... <laughs> you <Yeah>, longer. <laughs> um... Yeah, it's I, I I realized that there was a reason why I wasn't playing at that time. It's because it sucks hate now. The game. <laughs>
1: yeah, but like, yeah, did they introduce new mechanics or something, or what? What is it that like is really the problem with it now?
0: I mean, some amount of it is still just burnout. Uh, there's the the game is built on FOMO. Uh huh. All live service games are uh, correct. Um, and I I guess at one point I got behind, and then I like it's it's impossible to catch up. I I guess technically, if I got down to it right now, I could finish all the story. And maybe even collect all the weapons that I haven't been able to up till now. But uh, I would have to treat it as a full time job and I would be miserable the entire time.
1: (laughs) What you just described is basically why I don't go back and play like Final Fantasy 14. Like there's been three expansions since the last time I played and it's I don't want to go through all of that.
0: Yeah. Then on on top of that, um they they have made some changes to they did a bunch of balance changes that uh didn't didn't sit well with me. No. <laughs> and with a lot of other players, and they've made the game feel less fun. Like they've back when it was like back when Destiny Two almost died, uh, it was because there was so much focus on guns. Uh, the in Destiny One, everyone was like, "Get rid of abilities. We don't want those. Just just make it all about the 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 gunfights." <clears throat> and so they did that. Um and uh, Destiny Two came around, and everyone hated it because it was all focused on gunfights and like primary ammo only. And uh, and if I wanted to just shoot people... things,
1: I'd play Call of Duty.
0: Yeah, and, and and they realized that oh, maybe we were only listening to the the like top zero point zero one percent of players, and not uh, the people who pay for the game. Right. Um. So the the game struggled and struggled and struggled, and then. It's big reawakening was when Forsaken was released, which they went 180 on and they went, this game needs to be about a power fantasy. You need to have your power fantasy. You need to be epic. And so they made all your super abilities really strong and they made guns suck ass. You know, they they made things cool and they gave you new supers and like all all super cool stuff and and guns are still good not as good as as they should have been but but they they were still you know it was you had a you 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 felt strong playing the game
1: okay and then now have they reverted
0: everything is is shame? about sh- yeah it's everything is about shooting and and more than that it's now for you to be able to do stuff, you have to have your armor modded with all these abilities to like, alright, I shoot you with this particular type of weapon in this spe- speed. Like, I have to do it, like, really fast. I have to kill, like, three people in a short amount of time or I have to get two headshots with this type of gun really fast. um, And then that gives me one armor power which i can which like gets used by the other things and and that increases the damage of my weapons or increases the power or re you know reload of my grenades and stuff and if you are not playing with those armor mods in you cannot play in content you just straight up cannot play any of the new content i see um yeah, it's it's just the enemies are too powerful. They're too bullet spongy. Everything takes too much damage, and you think, oh, well, you know, you've still got your super powered supers and stuff. You can you can drop your ultimates on things. Nope they they've basically pushed the um, refresh on on all those all the way down. So it's slow coming, and it's it's dumb well that sucks (laughs) and like I like the the hard content I like being able to to strive for something and like like when I was doing the grandmasters and it was like a (laughs) bang your head against the wall difficult and you you had to like try and try and try and like after 20 plus attempts at it you'd you'd finally get past that section that was fun that that was enjoyable even though it was miserable and everything was a bullet sponge we knew that going into it but i can't do the story now without feeling sort of like that right
1: (laughs) oh that's a problem yeah that's not good
0: like, I get it. Aspirational activities are a necessity for long-term stay in the game. If I could blaze through the uh, the story right now and beat it, I would. Like, I, I would. I would jump in there and I would beat it. But then I'd probably go find something else to do if there wasn't something to keep me, something for me to, you know, try for. Um,
1: right, but that's usually why like MMOs have like raids and shit that are outside of the the regular story,
0: precisely. Yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> not not you know the tutorial. Yeah, like because the 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 tutorial mission to every seasonal storyline is fucking hard at this point. T- taking it back to fourteen, like when you're playing through the story, you will get weapons for your main class. Like, as you progress through the story, you know, you complete certain quests and stuff. You'll get armor and weapons for for your main class that you're playing through it as. But, um... Yeah. Le- like, just to keep you progressing with the story. But then once you reach the end of that, then there's, like, raids and shit. And for the raids, you're gonna want the better shit that only drops with, like, a percent chance from dungeons and stuff, right? Like Like, the uh-huh. other stuff can carry you through fine. But you're going to need the bigger numbers from the the better rarer shit, and, and yeah. that's usually how these things work. You don't usually need the better rarer shit to get through the story. <laughs> no, it's a little concerning. Yeah,
0: yeah until I until. You know, one of my friends comes back and is like, "Oh, you should come back to Destiny. It's changed. It's so good now." I probably won't.
1: <laughs> that, that that portion of your life is behind you now.
0: Yeah, un- unless something really severe changes, I don't I don't see
1: going to it. And that's that's weird to me. That is. It was such a big thing for you for so long.
0: Uh-huh. I still feel like it is, even though I haven't played the game in, you know, 10 months. Right. (laughs) Almost a year. Yeah. Uh, Speaking of Final Fantasy, um, you played Tactics A2.
1: Yeah. uh, I talked about it for a glowing weak point a while back, um, and I played it a little bit past that. Um, I kept it here, even though I haven't played it in probably like a week and a half, mostly because... I hit a I hit a sticking point. I I don't know what to do now. Um so like most of the game, you know, it's Final Fantasy Tactics, so you it's a strategy game where you have to worry about the Z axis, right? Like that's that's the big thing. The the height element is there where in something like Fire Emblem it's really not, right? Yeah. Um, so I hit this boss, it's called like the Lord of the Flow Sand or something, and what it is, is the arena is a giant pit, and then there's a worm at the bottom of it. And what the worm can do is it can suck, like, the the ground that you're on and deal damage to basically the entirety of your party. And uh, almost all of my characters are designed about around being up close and personal to deal damage, right? Like, I don't have a ton of mages. I, I only have, like, one archer. Um, so I'm not able to deal damage to this guy until I get right up on him. But you start so far away from him. Yeah. So So he gets, like four or five basically free turns of dealing damage to me. And then by the time I'm start, I'm starting to deal damage to him. I'm like half dead. And he's got like 600 health at a time when I maybe have like 150 on my tankier characters. (laughs) And and I can only heal. Like if, if they're grouped up close together, I can heal like three or four of my characters at once with a, a summoner that I've got going on, right? But that's only if yeah. they're up close together and I can heal them in a way that doesn't also heal the enemy. Because it's an AoE heal, it'll heal anything in the area. Yeah. So, uh, what I've realized is that I think I need like Archer's and mages for this fight, but that would mean it would make sense. That would mean reclassing my all of my characters basically, and then uh, doing a bunch of the side stuff. But there's not really much side stuff left that I could do. <laughs> so I I haven't touched the game in a while because I just feel trapped. <laughs> yeah, you know, I don't. I really, I don't know what to do. I mean, I'm just gonna have to go back eventually and fucking try, try and see. Like, I know some of the uh, some of the side quests are like repeatable; you can do them over and over again. Maybe that's what I'll have to yeah. do in order to uh, train them. But even then, there's that like always really sucks. It, it does suck, and, and there is like a time limit, uh, like, like once you do it, it's not going to be available for 20 days after that, right? So that would be either, like, going and, like, doing other side quests for a while, or just going to the main map and walking back and forth until time advances far enough. So. Fine! Yeah. Uh, I, I feel like I backed myself into a corner here without even realizing it. By focusing so much on Melee characters. Speaking of getting stuck, um, which I guess I'm
0: technically not, but uh, I've been playing Guacamelee. Uh Uh-huh. And by I've been playing, I mean I'm like nine-tenths of the way through the game.
1: So you're stuck in the guacamole. Uh,
0: So, um, one of the... I'll give myself negative uh, one point for that. Towards the end, <laughs> uh, <laughs> is um, you you end up with you end up in hell and uh, oh trying to help uh, the devil get back to his office where he can give you some useful powers and stuff. Yeah, and to do that, you have to finish these time trials oh no no and you have to finish them gold tier not just silver or i'm out or complete i'm done (laughs) and uh yeah and it's it's not it's not like two or three it's it's like 16 of them
1: and I so think it's basically like, like trying to a hundred percent a Crash Bandicoot game.
0: <sighs> yeah,
1: yeah, game. The whole game. Yeah. No, I'm good. I'm all right. I don't. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> I don't need to so do that. I, I
0: don't think I have to have anything that he has at this point. I think I can just continue with the story, but like it's a Metroidvania,
1: so I really feel like I should see. That's the, uh, I'm having a problem with that. There shouldn't be time trials in a Metroidvania. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Um, but other than that, it's been very fun so far. Okay, there've there've been like two places so far I had to look up because I was like, I'm just lost. I don't. Where am I supposed to go? That oh, happens. Oh, I was an idiot. Okay. Yeah, but it, it was a very enjoyable game. Okay. Alright, so... The game we picked for you to play this time was Professor Layton and the Curious
1: Village. Ugh. <laughs> I mean... When I bought the game, I thought it was like a detective mystery game. Nope. No. It's basically just a collection of brain teasers with a plot as an excuse to give you brain teasers. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's brain age, but with plot. Yeah. So I put like an hour into it and I stopped because I hate brain teasers. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I got through like 10, 15 of the puzzles and I'm like, Ugh. Well,
0: I also got through an hour, about an hour of, of my game, and then stopped.
1: Yeah, Dragon Sphere? Uh,
0: you, you you had me play Dragon Sphere, yeah. Uh, the difference is, um, I beat my game. <laughs> oh, it was only an hour long. Yeah,
1: basically. Oh, I thought it was um, gonna be chunkier than that.
0: Yeah, it's it's an old-school uh, point-and-click adventure game, and, uh... It, it it had a good story. It, it honestly, I was very surprised. Fully voice acted. What? Fully voice acted game. That game was fully, fully voice acted too. Yep. What the? Fuck? It was. And it wasn't bad. That's either. crazy. I mean, like the the voices were were like, like it, clearly this was not, um, oh whoever the fuck it is that does like Drake, the the Nolan North. Stuff. Yeah, it, it wasn't Nolan North. It was it was clearly some dude at the studio. I can't believe you forgot <laughs> who was Nolan also North's a name. Artist. Yeah, I don't play games with him in them. Right, like but Destiny he's the voice actor. When
1: people are talking about voice actors, they just say "fucking Nolan North." You know, even if it's not him voicing a character, they'll just say "ah, fucking Nolan North." <laughs> Yeah, not in Yakuza. No, not in Yakuza. Um, <laughs> but that's because they gave up on English voice acting after the first game. <laughs> Good. It was so bad in the first game. They said never again. you, you do not need. It. <laughs> um.
0: So yeah, it was. It was. You know. It was a simple adventure story. So, like, what was it? Was it a? a a masterpiece and award-winning uh, story? No, absolutely not. But it was fun. Um, I nearly perfectly beat the game. I, I ended with a score of one seventy-four out of one seventy-five.
1: Well, it's scoring you so, on what?
0: Uh, solving all the puzzles and like interacting with people the right way.
1: Oh, so you interacted with somebody poorly.
0: Yeah. You made an enemy I, out of I, somebody. I didn't think it would be as negative a...
1: Uh, a
0: response a, as the got? A response as, as it was, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, I, I one out of... One hundred and seventy-five. Uh, that's
1: that's not bad. Yeah, you lost two points. Whatever. It'll get you into college. Uh, it's fine.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh no, my ninety-nine. <laughs> okay. Uh, I have two games left. You have two, maybe three left. Three, I think. So, no, two. Yeah, two. That top one is not relevant to this week, right? Correct. Okay. Uh, The Adventure Pals. John, go.
0: Uh, the Adventure Pals is a game I played a long time ago uh, and I was looking for things to pad out my games list. So I pulled it up and looked and sure enough it has multiplayer so I dragged my wife in to play it with me. Ooh. Uh <laughs> It's a um platformer game, a side scrolling platformer. Uh with that's very very fun and cheerful and, and and happy despite the fact that the the game starts with his his grandpa getting taken away and turned into hot dogs. What the fuck? So, you know that's kind of a problem. Well, it's it's a it's a magical machine that turns people into hot dogs.
1: It's into hot do- specifically hot dogs.
0: Yeah, correct. Yes. Okay. With the bun and everything. Oh, so like, presumably it's it's undoable. Chicago so. dogs. No, no, uh-huh. plain. Just a uh, just plain. Hot That's dog. all right.
1: I'll bring my own condiments. The bun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> some sauerkraut on there (laughs) Mm. i went to a fantastic german place the other day had some delicious sauerkraut the the most perfect schnitzel i've ever had in my life Uh, a beet salad which we have no idea what the fuck was in that beet salad to make it taste so good it looked like just beets (laughs) nice so good
0: yeah so The theven pals is just a just a fun little game it's a it's a
1: side scrolling collectathon uh and you said the hot dog thing is irreversible like you'll never be able to make your grandpa no, not no, a hot it, dog it, it,
0: it i think it is reversible oh, okay yeah. okay so grandpa hot uh, dog tell me about... being a grandpa again all right Kingdom Hearts One Final Mix.
1: Um. Okay, I completely beat this game in the time between like episodes. (laughs) It's. I mean, it's six weeks. So. Well, no, it's been two weeks, like since the last episode we recorded. Last. Yeah. (laughs) Um. And that's mostly uh, so. I played the game on proud mode. Because I've never done that before, because uh, I don't think proud mode is available on the PS2 version. It's a it's a final mix thing, right? Proud mode, um, and it it know, made the game, this game. <laughs> incredibly difficult. Uh, but there's a reason I don't go back to Kingdom Hearts one as often as I do the other games and it's that it's a combination of like the combat is a little clunky um the worlds don't have much going on to them you know you can you can blow through a world in fucking 5 minutes in kingdom hearts if you really wanted to the first kingdom hearts um okay and I don't know. It, it there's just something about it that doesn't charm me the same way that like Kingdom Hearts Two does. Uh, but what I did discover playing on proud mode is that magic in Kingdom Hearts One is actually way better than I've ever given it credit for. <laughs> Okay. I went through the whole game basically just spamming Thunder and Gravity Magic. Just the whole way through. (laughs) Just... just You didn't level up to
0: Thundara or Thundaga?
1: Uh, I got Gravira, and I think by the end I did have Thundaga, but for a lot of the game it really was just Thunder. Okay. Um... Because I, I will say also that I didn't do the Hades Cup at all, which gets you, like, three different upgrades to magic. Because <sighs> by the by the time it opens up, you know, you're at the end of the game, and I was very tired of the bullshit, and I was just like, let's just end the game. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, I went through Atlantica, and Atlantica, much like uh, Final Fantasy Tactics, has you worrying about the Z-axis while fighting. I hate worrying about yeah. the Z axis while while fighting in an action role playing game. I I hate the Z axis. <laughs> um and I got stuck on the uh, big Ursula fight for a while and had to leave and do like all of Halloween town and then still also grind up a couple more levels after that to be able to beat Ursula. <laughs> Hmm. It was rough. <laughs> um, but I did it, and I had a good time doing it. And what it is, is it's the start of me playing through the entire Kingdom Hearts franchise this year. <laughs> and, uh And okay. me playing Yakuza is actually like I'm going to play a Kingdom Hearts game, and then I'm going to play a Yakuza game. And then I'm going to play a Kingdom Hearts game, and I'm going to play a Yakuza game. And I'm gonna get through the both of them th- this year, it- hopefully. We'll we'll see. We'll see. If we'll if see. I give up on one of them, it'll be Yakuza. I'll tell you that right now.
0: <laughs> what a poor choice! I've
1: given up on Yakuza Zero twice before, so it wouldn't be a surprise to me.
0: Speaking of giving up on games, uh, I played Endling Extinction is Forever.
1: Yeah, and you gave up on it, and
0: then, and then I it, it made me cry and super sad, and I deleted it from my computer.
1: Cry in a good way or After cry in the a tutorial. bad
0: way? No. <laughs>
1: After the tutorial, you said, "Yeah, cry in a bad way." Yeah. Uh huh. What the fuck yep. did it do?
0: So, so Endling Extinction is Forever. Uh, You play as this little cute little fox. And you're running around in a forest fire. Trying to, it's like the tutorial is just you running around um, away from the fire and like being taught how to climb up cliffs and dig under branches that have fallen. And stuff like that. Um, until you finally make your way back to your burrow where, uh, then you cry as, as the wolf and give birth to three little cubs. Uh Uh-huh. And, uh, the, the game is, uh, the, the, the way Steam describes it is, uh, Experience, or as as the last mother fox on Earth, your cubs need all your care to survive in a merciless world that slowly destroys itself. You have to help them, teach them, and save them, and you should never forget that extinction is forever. Um, what the fuck? Because you, you, you play the game and then maybe you, your, your pups will die and you gotta find them food and water every day, and every day humans are out there just, like, pouring toxic waste into the water, or being, like, Fahrenheit 451 firefighters with the trees, um, or just, you know, climate change might make it super cold and snowy, and, yeah, it's just, it's a game about, like, hey, fuck you and everything you like, um and uh the 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 cute little foxes are going to cry so i deleted the game <laughs> it
1: it seems borderline abusive
0: because,
1: yeah it fucking sucked like i can't do anything about those things no i would fucking love it, it if we moved to sucked. renewable energy you know Uh, But ExxonMobil lied to us for 70 years. (laughs) It's like,
0: I would love to play a game as a mother fox leading around her her cute little cubs. So long as they're not just gonna die at any instant if I make a mistake. Right. And they will die. And they will. (laughs) They will die. Jesus. Fuck.
1: Yeah, yeah that's a bummer i would i ugh.
0: sure is so now we we come sort of to the end and it's a it's a familiar end because you have one game to talk about and I have one game to talk about and the game you have is uh the mobile game from way back M- mid industry uh uh-huh. that you you didn't play when we uh we're supposed to I play did play it. it. I, I just didn't play it properly. The, <laughs> and I have the mobile
1: game from this time because I played it and you didn't And I forgot it. to. Listen, in my defense I spent most of uh-huh. last week flailing in, 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 in because I was f- fucking uh, I had a, an, a, a written assignment due for a class and I had no idea what the fuck to do for it. And I had no time to work on it, so okay. it was due Friday, and okay. I spent fucking fourteen hours on Friday working on that assignment.
0: Yeah, I, I understand. <laughs> you, you you had time to beat Kingdom Hearts One final, <laughs> place, but you didn't have time to play Coral. To be fair, I I did that the
1: week before. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> I, I played that within well, one you week. You said you within said you seven did days. It
0: betw- between the two recordings, which was the allotted time to play said Listen, I'll get to it next. said <laughs> you yeah, said huh We played said six months ago. Gotcha. <laughs> you anyway, tell t- me. How was how was Mindestry now that you finally played it? I at did all? play
1: it, put just shy of an hour into Mindestry. Um, oh gosh. <laughs> it is fine. Again, it's not my cup of tea, but I got the fucking mechanics this time. I understood what I was doing. Uh, I played on the blue planet this time. That's the like original version of the game or whatever. Serpulo? Yeah. Um and I got to the first time enemies attack you, and then it's, like, ten waves. And the first, like, five waves were okay. And then the sixth one went all the way to my core because I just couldn't build up enough shit to deal with them. Or I didn't understand what the fuck I was doing. Because it was telling me to build a wall, a copper wall, around my... uh my guns to protect them from being shot, right? Yeah. But they can't shoot past the wall either. So, yeah, they can't. Were they? Because it didn't seem like it was. Did
0: Did you actually send copper to your turret? Yes, so that they could. Yes, shoot? Yes, I
1: did. Okay.
0: Yeah, they they can
1: they can shoot I mean, over their walls. They definitely were shooting after the thing went past the wall and then was shooting them. I saw that. But it just seemed like they were doing jack shit before then. I don't I don't know.
0: No, they <sighs> they definitely shoot over walls. Uh walls are more useful for blocking areas in my opinion. Uh, I usually use them to just Close off the area that the enemies come from, and then fill the outside of the the wall with with turrets so that they just fucking don't get a chance. yeah,
1: a- anyway, I ended up but fucking flailing at the I end. You're never gonna play this game and again. not <laughs> having nearly enough guns, not not having enough time to build all the stuff to make more guns. and then the core got destroyed, and I said, okay. I gave it its its other chance. I understand the game better. It is, it it, it it's a completely understandable and li- like decently set up game that just I will never be able to get into, and I don't want to spend the time on it.
0: <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, speaking of games that are uh, probably fine, but I but we hate them for some reason or another. Coromon. it's Pokémon. Ba- basically. Yeah, that that's it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I don't love Pokémon.
1: No, I've never so, really heard you talk about Pokémon outside of times I've talked about Pokémon.
0: Yeah. It's it's not a game I enjoy. So, uh I played about 30 minutes to an hour of this and then was like,
1: "Nah, eh, I'm done." Uh, how are the type matchups like? Do they make sense, or does it even have yeah. like type matchup or anything?
0: No, I, I, I it's Pokemon, so yes, it does. Okay. Um, yeah, they make sense for the most part. Okay. Yeah.
1: So it, it's just another creature battler. All
0: right. Yeah. It's, it's, it's Pokemon. Okay. So, I guess next week you can come back and tell me about Coromon. Well, not next week,
1: because it's anime, so It's anime. We're not going to have to. Going to yeah. be talking about Shangri-La Frontier. Going to be talking about Apothecary Diaries. Going to be talking about, uh. Yes? Uh are you there? Yeah. I just I forgot all of the names of the other shows that I watch. <laughs> there's
0: there's a there's a list here.
1: Yeah. Uh all right. We're going to be talking I'll... about Yeah. I hope you cut that, that's but tough. I know you won't. <laughs> no, this Man, is a one and a done sh- podcast. podcast. Listen, you didn't hear me going, uh, but the the listeners did, so (laughs) my microphone picked it up. It's fine. (laughs) Cool. Yeah. Anyway, game facts.
0: It's uh, the facts about the quest for the golden egg cup.
1: That sure is a name. (laughs) The quest for the golden egg cup is a text adventure game developed by Harvey Lauder and later with Smart Egg Software, and published by Network Adventure Games for the ZX Spectrum, and revamped by Mastertronic Limited for the Amstrad CPC, Commodore 64, and ZX Spectrum. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. But but it's already on the ZX (sighs) Spectrum. Okay, for sure. Harvey Lauder, um... I'm gonna put that in not one of our better names. That no, like mid tier at it's best. A, it's a terrible last name for 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 Harvey. A a better last name for Harvey?
0: No, I I I, I said it's a it's a terrible last name for.
1: Oh Harvey. yeah, yeah, Harvey Lauder. Like it it just doesn't flow. Lauder very well. just
0: isn't a good. It, it, Lauder isn't a good name. Honestly, if... Sorry, Harvey.
1: Part of it is also the spelling. Like, it's spelled L-O-D-D-E-R. And if it was spelled L-A-U-D-E-R, yeah. then that'd be like... That's a respectable yeah, lauder, right? That 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 could be better. That's a laudable lauder. Uh-huh. <laughs> Still not with Harvey. <laughs> Still not with Harvey. But it, it's a better lauder. In the quest for the golden egg cup, you play as a person recently killed who meets God and must search for his treasured golden egg cup or suffer dire consequences? What? (laughs) To do this, you must travel a fantasy world and solve puzzles to progress towards your lofty goal. This is one of the shittier isekai I've ever heard of. (laughs) (laughs) This is like if Konosuba blew ass, like... (laughs) 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 The game features a very Monty Python-esque humor throughout, with the puzzles ending up rather difficult due to their illogical zaniness. We're at moon logic, fellas! We got it! It's here! (laughs) It was also very meta for its time, poking fun at Melbourne Melbourne houses games like The Hobbit, and a Sherlock with a direct reference to the latter and a dead Sherlock corpse you could pick up and put in your pocket, referencing that game's notorious bugginess.
0: Yeah. Okay. Don't you love a game so buggy where you can like, ah, look, pick up house, put in pocket?
1: uh. I love a game that's like referential to other games like of its time, and it thinks that those references are going to carry on into the future, right? Like, <laughs> um, in in the first Dragon Quest game or is or Final Fantasy game, one of those two, there's a gravestone you can read that says "Here lies Link," you know, in reference to the the main character of Legend of Zelda. And that's a, that's a yeah. reference that carries through to today. You know, you read the Here Lies Link corpse and you get a little, ha ha, right? Yeah. I've never heard of this Hobbit game or this Sherlock game, but <laughs> timeless references. These are not. <laughs>
0: yeah. I mean, I have heard of this Hobbit game, but not the Sherlock. Right. Game. Perhaps because of how
1: buggy it is. But also because there's been a deluge of Sherlock games ever since then. There's one every year.
0: (laughs) At least. And the fact that it's been 50 years.
1: (laughs) Yeah. As a text game, you have to type in your commands and the game has to have them listed internally in order to parse them. If you type in a swear word, you get teleported to God's dungeon, and you must puzzle your way out of it the first time. If you get sent back for another swear word, there's no escape, and you must restart. Okay, is this... Is this a religious game, John? Not at all. No? Okay. Not not in the slightest. All right. No,
0: this this is just... This is a... A developer goes, yeah, but I've typed in swear words before and it never does anything. It's just like, I'm sorry, that does that's not a recognized thing. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put some fucking bullshit in there and then <laughs> make them <laughs> like go to jail. Because you're directly working with God. So like, is God gonna like it if I say fucking bullshit? No. So they'll,
1: they'll go to jail. Can I be honest, John? I don't think no, I don't think God cares if people swear. No. I don't think he does, but no, I don't think he has time for that, especially because the rules keep changing <laughs> like like what is and isn't a swear word
0: It changes, it changes. The time
1: it changes by location yeah. saying bloody in England is like one of the fucking harshest things you can say. <laughs> Yeah. But over here, it just means you, you your nose is bleeding. Y- <laughs> yes. <laughs> and everyone in Australia is a cunt. Right. <laughs> I mean, cunt over there is just like saying, dude, you know? <laughs> yeah. So I, I don't I don't think God gives a single shit. No. <laughs> He's busy running the universe. He he doesn't give one fucking bullshit. (laughs) The beginning of the story starts with your character in the middle of the road being run over by a pink Citroen. Is that how you pronounce that?
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Citroen. Citroen. C5 driven by a very pink panther. Fuck off. And then getting a visit from God before being reincarnated with a quest in a fantasy world, which is functionally the same intro story for 60% of anime the last 10 years. I, I made the joke before I got to you making the joke. Yep. yep. Not a joke though. What? Keep going. <laughs> okay. I, I do like, we, we've got truck We've got Isekai. Uh-huh. <laughs> we've, We've yeah. got a bullshit quest from a deity. Yep. Well, the concept of isekaiing has existed for an extremely long time. I mean, it fucking the Chronicles of Narnia is an isekai story, right? Like, come on. That
0: was that was the uh, the one that I didn't choose to put in here. Oh,
1: really? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. It was it was one I was considering <laughs> typing in but no
1: with ancient Japanese fairy tales like that of Urashima Taro who rescues a turtle and is carried on its back to the dragon palace under the sea I don't think that really counts that's still in our world it's just a different thing I, it's a it's a different land sure which
0: is literally what isekai all is all right i mean Chronicles of Narnia, you walk through it's it's not like you get transported, you you go into a cupboard a wardrobe, and then you are in another world. Ah,
1: but in the mag- magician's nephew you put on the ring and then that Shut takes the you to the, the woods between.
0: Shut the fuck up. <laughs>
1: See <laughs> as loses as a <laughs> Also, The Woods Between never come up in any of the other books. (laughs) As well as obvious Western examples such as Peter Pan and Alice's Adventures in Wonderland. The particular example that has appeared most common in recent Japanese media of isekai via death, and more specifically, death by traffic accidents, with a 2017 survey of over 300 isekai by deaths, indicating traffic accidents ranked an easy second place, with 75 deaths behind unknown at 102. Right, because so many of them just start and it's like, I died, and I'm here. I died, and now I'm here. (laughs) We don't need to go into any detail about how I died, who I was before I died, anything like that. I died, and now I'm here. And it's basically just so that I can make references to video games. Yep. Uh, Anyway, that that didn't occur in any other media until two years after this game. With Aura Battler Dunbean in 1988. That's right! We have the progenitor! <laughs> the,
0: this is the first as far as I can I did a whole lot of research into Isekai's. And and the first modern Isekai that like the first modern example of Isekai that wikipedia has mentioned came out in 1986 which is the same year as this but there is no not a single example i could find western eastern southern doesn't matter of isekai via death
1: see this is where you're wrong because i need to tell you john about a little book Called the Bible. Where Jesus but, is killed on the cross, arises after three days, and then ascends right, to heaven. Hell doesn't count. <laughs> hell
0: and heaven don't count. The afterlife is different. <laughs>
1: Also, how dare you call C.S. Lewis a hack? Fuck you. (laughs) Absolutely a hack. I love the Chronicles of Narnia. Yeah, I do not. (laughs) I actually, I don't like the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe that much. Or the Magician's Nephew, really. But, like, a horse and his boy? God, that's so good. Um, Dawn Treader? That's, like, that's up there in, like, my top five favorite books of all time. Fuck you. <laughs> Love me The Voyage of the Dawn Shredder.
0: I don't think any of his books rank in my top
1: 100. Damn! You are coming for <laughs> I Lewis. think I could
0: very easily come up with over 100 books <laughs> that I like better than any of
1: his. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Originally built on The Quill, a ZX Spectrum adventure game development software, it was rewritten in The Ballpoint. Smart Egg's own system, they claimed, was drastically better, despite being about 90% The Quill since it was built right on top of it. Also, it wasn't half as user-friendly and lost much of its menu systems, but at least you could put pictures in. Whee! <laughs> to be fair, that is a big step up for 1980-whatever.
0: For
1: yeah. Uh, the game sold very well for a solo release in 1986, selling a whopping 30 or so copies. I'm sorry? 30? Yeah. not Not 30,000.
0: Uh-huh. No. Not 30, no. 30 million? No. 30? Um, yeah. So, uh, that ranked up a, uh, a grand total of 59
1: pounds. 70. <laughs> so, I will say, um... I have seen, like, really shitty anime DVD releases do worse than that. <laughs> but that's about it.
0: <laughs> you, you gotta, you gotta remember, this is nineteen eighty-six.
1: That's the year my sister was born.
0: Yeah, the computers
1: were very small scale. My sister is as old as the quest for the golden egg cup.
2: <laughs> you should tell her that next
0: time. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. Also, this was this was without a publisher, without a big name this this is just you know, Harvey Lauder. <laughs> Putting it out there. Hey, I got a game. Want to
1: buy it? (laughs) With its re-release on several other systems, it gained a much larger audience. And with its very high reviews, between 7.5 out of 10 and 10 out of 10. Okay, well that puts it between fucking the worst game ever made and the best ever made. (laughs) Right there. Only according to IGN. (laughs) (laughs) It made a fair amount of money that Harvey Lauder never really saw. After much time in court, the legal fees washed any possible profit away, and the chances of the legal fees.
0: Yeah, uh, he was never given his money. The chan- the, uh, the 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 publisher uh, Egg Egg Cup or Smart Egg Software uh, did all the 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 publishing and and sales and all of that, and then didn't give him any money of it.
1: So they just like robbed this man. Correct. Wow.
0: They they also did it to a couple other uh, developers.
1: So just they're just shitheads.
0: Correct. Yeah. And in case you couldn't have told from the 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 ballpoint.
1: Right. <clears throat> Chances of the sequel promised at the end of the game. The egg of the phoenix were washed away, too. Harvey Lauder never made another game, and Smart Egg Software lasted another two years before it, too, went kaput.
0: And that was just the facts. I wonder what he's up to these days. Uh, uh, he works in IT. Dang. Uh, he worked in IT ever since. Um, he's done some interviews about the game, because it, it's still a a fairly well loved game that
1: pretty influential pops
0: up every once in a while yeah i mean it it a lot a lot of people like to remember the whole curse thing um but yeah he he never went back to it and he just worked i t and i mean he's old now,
1: right? yeah dang yeah. Uh, all right, well, that brings us to our topic of the week, John.
0: Are you prepared? Uh, yeah,
1: because uh, I've got my information on this, and it's really just like, I want to talk off the cuff about this, right? Like, I wasn't trying to write anything. Okay. What, what this really is, is I got into an argument several weeks ago with a fucking dipshit on the internet about why the Wii U failed. And his point of view was that people just hated Nintendo so much at the time that they refused to buy the Nintendo Wii U. Like, genuinely, that Which, was... That's... That... Gosh,
0: you, you didn't tell me that was the reason. Yes, because...
1: that was that was the man's argument. <laughs> Is that people were just fucking on a Nintendo hate train bandwagon. <laughs> At the time of the Wii, the, uh, U.
0: <laughs> let's see. The Wii U came out right after the uh, what was it? Uh, the the um, what's it called? The, uh, the Wii. The Wii. Yeah. Also known as Nintendo's greatest foray into uh, into
1: games. Like
0: everyone had a Wii. Yeah.
1: Which is actually where I wanted e- ev- to start. Right. Every <sighs> human had a Wii. <laughs> so. The queen had a fucking
0: gold-plated Wii.
1: (laughs) The Wii, in its lifetime, sold over a hundred million units. It was easily the most success Nintendo had ever seen since it pulled the economy, like, like the video game economy, out of the 1983 crash. Right? Like, like... yeah. (laughs) It was the best Nintendo had done since then. Um... And so of course they needed to come up with a a big follow up right and and, yeah. and so to innovate and expand on the Wii they were going to make a console that was Wii backwards compatible which was so that you could continue playing your Wii games on it but upgrade to this new console um and they were going to have this really cool gamepad And the game pad could be used in two different ways. You could use it so that one player could interact with the game in a different way than other players. So that could lead to cool, like, like, um, what, what what do you call it? Like, like the horror games and stuff where
0: like asymmetrical,
1: asymmetrical gameplay, right? Um, yeah, the the game pad could lead to more games like that. Um, and it could also be used uh if like if your partner wants to watch the television and you're playing on the television, then you could sh- move your game over to the gamepad and play it like that so that they could watch the t v um which is that's a huge innovation right for twenty thirteen that was that yeah. was crazy
0: that's that's a pretty big deal
1: now. There were, there were a few issues. Um, So the, the first issue is they called it the Wii U. (laughs) That is the biggest one, probably. So uh, uh, the, and that's coupled with the second issue, which is that they heavily marketed the game pad. Um, in, in release and post-release uh, it, information, right? Like, the commercials all focused on the gamepad. The fucking Nintendo Directs or whatever, all about the gamepad that the Wii U came with. So, yeah. in the minds of the people, the Wii U was the gamepad. And it was just a peripheral uh-huh. device to buy for your Wii. So there was no need to upgrade to this peripheral device. It's not an upgrade. And and that's very hard to explain to people who are deep in gamer culture like we are, right? Because it was very obvious to the two of us, most likely, that the Wii U was a new console. But to somebody buying a device for their child who isn't really a person who plays games themselves, then the Wii U doesn't look necessary. Like, at all. With how Nintendo was marketing it, and how they named it. So so a big part of why they failed was the uh, just that name, and, and them marketing it at the way they did. Um, yeah. <clears throat> another issue... Is that the Wii U launched with nothing? Um, I have over in our little game Rants section, John. Uh, if you scroll up a little bit, I have the full list of the launch titles for the Wii U. Um, yeah, it's not a. Whole it's lot. not a whole lot. Uh, there was Monster Hunter Three Ultimate, but only in Japan. Um. There there was new Super Mario Brothers U, but that was that's honestly, like, one of the least well-received Mario games, like, ever. Like, even outside of the fact that the Wii U didn't sell, people were not into just, like, a traditional Mario game at that time. Yeah. Um, and then after that, you've got... Uh, I've heard good things about Zombie U. It did some, like, cool, unique things with the gamepad. Um, but then you've got Darksiders 2, which I'm pretty sure was on other consoles. Call of Duty Black Ops 2, <laughs> which was definitely on other consoles. Assassin's Creed 3 on other consoles. Batman Arkham City, least of the Arkham games, also on other consoles. <laughs> like, there is absolutely no reason to buy this game when it releases. No. And as it goes on, there is also no major Mario game besides New Super Mario U, right? Like, an Odyssey equivalent did not come. Um, A Zelda game was not released on it until after the Switch was released. Like, Breath of the Wild is on Wii U as it was intended to be but it took so long to make that game that they just pushed it to the switch uh-huh um so so like the zelda that they had was the remake of wind waker which like is good i like wind waker and the remake is a better version of Wind Waker, partly because they cut out like half the ocean, so that the it takes less time to get to the different islands. <laughs>
0: yes, because the original game is just straight up bad. <laughs> it does like, take a like, while to I, get to I, other
1: I, other I, islands. I
0: recognize, I recognize, it's a beloved game. It's uh, visually, it's 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 incredible. I I get that,
1: but categorically it's it's bad it 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 takes too long to get from place to place i i'll i'll say that and
0: in order to beat the final boss you have to collect all of the treasure map pieces from the bottom of the ocean
1: yeah (laughs) it is
0: just a bad game (laughs) that is completely fixed by the remake yeah we,
1: we the wii u version is so much better Um, but nobody played it because nobody bought the Wii U because there was no reason to buy the Wii U. Um, add on to that, uh, this is, (laughs) this is even harder to like tell people like today, but at, during the time of the Wii and Wii U, um, it was incredibly difficult. To get things published, like a third-party game published on Nintendo software. Or hardware, I mean. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. But, like, the Wii and Wii U were notoriously difficult to publish games onto. Which left them with mostly just first-party games, which they weren't doing well on at that time. No. And then... And we're going to take a little digression here because also in in light of like recent, you know, video game layoffs and shit, people have been making a, a big hay about how when the Wii U was failing and threatened to push Nintendo into bankruptcy, Satoru Iwata took like a big pay cut, a whole bunch of other executives at Nintendo took a big pay cut in order to not have to fire employees, Right. And there's, yeah. <laughs> there's been some calling into question of the mythologization of all that, like like, oh, well, Nintendo, like, that's just, like, Japanese culture, you don't really fire employees like that, you don't really lay people off like that, you know, what they did was they laid off contractors and stuff, and they had more contractors than people in the United States, which I don't really fully buy into all of that. But, like, yeah. I, I get that they probably did lay off a bunch of contractors. That almost certainly happened. But it also yeah. doesn't change the fact that he did take a 50% cut in pay. And the other executives yes. did take big cuts in pay. and Which is not a thing that happens over here. Right. Ever. And they did not lay off a whole bunch of employees when the company was doing bad. And and he had a, a very strong statement like 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 you can't make games that people are going to want to play forever if you're always worried about your job, right? Something to that effect. I'm par- I'm paraphrasing there. Yeah. But I, that's functionally. Right. I, I just wanted to. I just wanted to put that there because that's been a big thing people have been talking about. I don't buy into the like. The full mythology of it, like, he almost definitely did fire a bunch of contractors. But also, they did stuff that even other companies in Japan don't really do when they're doing badly. Like, yeah. But, moving on. So, the Wii U is failing for all of these different reasons you know the bad name the bad marketing having no games they they're really shit at uh publishing games uh, like third party games onto their hardware so they have to do something new which is why they make the switch right and the switch
0: yeah it's it's built on android
1: yeah A- and the switch is basically the Wii, the Wii U done correctly right like, yes. like, the Switch device is just the Wii U gamepad, but now it's got, like, actual range, you can, like, move it around, you can take it across state with you if you want to, and it still plays the game, whereas with the Wii U's gamepad, if you fucking left the room you were in, the game would revert back to the television, right?
0: Yeah. So, <clears throat> it's, it's no good if you can't play it on the shitter.
1: So the switch the switch is hardware-wise like just the Wii U done correctly. But also you'll notice that they've uh they've made it much easier to publish games onto their hardware since yes, then. Yes.
0: That is why they switched
1: to Android.
0: Yeah. It's not because they it, it would make it a an a device that, that could be carried around and stuff. No, the reason was so that developers could develop games easier. Yeah. Uh, previous to to that, so, so currently, an Xbox is a PC. Yes. It is straight up just. It's a computer a for your TV. Computer. That is locked down. Yeah. The PlayStation, slightly different, but functionally, it's just a PC. It's a DVD player for it's your TV. The, it, it's it, it's it, it, but, but functionally it, it it works the same. It's still the same hardware underneath. Nintendo up until the switch, every single time they made a game, they went let's one make completely different hardware <laughs> from the one we just did. Like, vastly different hardware. We're, we're gonna scrap the old and build the new one from scratch. Yeah. And two, it's like nothing else out there. <laughs> At all. <laughs> so every time they release a new console, you have to relearn how Nintendo works and you have to learn this weird archaic thing that they cobbled together. Yeah. Yeah now you make an android game (laughs) android is a very well recognized system that game developers have been making for for a long time so it's a known entity and thus ea came back and started releasing things and ubisoft released
1: things and other companies released things on the switch and even more than that, this is a really good segue into, like, the final point I wanted to make. Which is that, as far as consoles go, the Switch has benefited the most from the indie market. Right? The, like, yes. So uh, indie games are pick up and play, usually, and then you set it down, and then you pick it up. And that's really good for a device that can be handheld, like the Switch. Uh-huh. And previously... You know, Steam is all, all obviously like the end all be all of in, indie games, right? But as far as consoles go, yeah. before the Switch, it was Xbox. You know, with like Xbox Live Arcade yep. and stuff like that. That was how a lot of the Xbox 360, yeah. Yep. That was how a lot of the big indie games got noticed was that they were on Xbox Live Arcade and shit. Um but during during the uh, Wii U's period, there wasn't really... Like, they had retreated almost entirely to Steam, right? Like, Xbox uh-huh. wasn't really pushing the live arcade stuff as well in that time period. Um, PlayStation has never really been friendly with indie titles. No. Um, no. And during this period, Nintendo, again notoriously difficult to publish for. So Switch benefited a lot from just being people who would be like we'll take your game. So all of these little indie games finally had a console that they could go to. People don't have to sit at their computer every time they want to play fucking Stardew Valley or whatever, right? They can play it on their Switch. And not only can they like play it on their TV in their living room, but they can also pick it up and play it on the bus. They can play it in the back seat of their uh, of their car while their mom fucking goes running errands or whatever, right?
2: Okay.
1: So, so finally, like like indie games are able to have this console that really feels like it's where they belong, which is a big reason why the Switch has done so well for itself to begin with, in ways that the Wii U ha- hadn't. Yeah.
0: Yeah, the Wii U was never necessary for anything uh, cuz it all got either released also on the Wii or also on a different console or got re-released on the Switch.
1: Yeah. Like like during There is Okay. Oh, so the Wii U was like the main console for Nintendo for like four years. Because I think, I think the Switch came out in twenty seventeen, right? Yeah. And during those four years, it just never had a big marquee title, which is a big reason why I I don't think it like connected with people. But yeah. on top of you know the bad name, the bad marketing, the uh, they should have had a zelda lined up for it with, uh, like on release or shortly after release they should have had yeah a non standard mario lined up for it the, <clears throat> they they really screwed it by not having those things ready to go cuz if the big need to play mario game was on the Wii U. Yeah,
0: if Mario Odyssey had been on the Wii U, the Wii U would have. Sold parents it. would
1: have figured it the fuck out, right? <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> they, yeah. they would have had no choice but to figure it out. But there, there was never a reason to figure to look beyond the marketing and the name. Yeah, I
0: confess that I did at one point want a Wii U.
1: I still want one. I still want the remake to Wind Waker. You think? (laughs)
0: Uh, I streamed for a really long time, and one of the games I streamed, or the types of games I enjoyed streaming the most, were Game Boy Advance games. But uh, emulators are always hit and miss, and, like, the the controlling hardware is always wonky. Uh no, I'm thinking of shit. That's why I wanted a GameCube. Although it does counter and still the Wii U had the best Wii Shop, uh the eShop.
1: Yes, it did. And and Past on the tense. eShop
0: that had all of the uh the Game Boy Advance games. So that's why I wanted
1: that. Yeah. It, it, it would have been a very good way to uh, stream them in a, a, a yeah. quote unquote legal manner
0: well more more important than that was the uh, fidelity like every time I'd go on like twitch looking for particular uh, games every time that I found uh, a Game Boy Advance game I'd be like wow how does it look so good I'm playing on the Wii U
1: yeah oh <laughs> Because when you're playing on Virtual Boy or whatever, like, it doesn't look as good.
0: No. It's not quite the same. Yeah. So, and then there's the fact that, like, your computer is both creating the content and recording the content. Whereas if you could just capture the content, that, that puts a, a barrier there, so you'll... You'll have higher fidelity there. Yeah,
1: less but... strain on your computer, and
0: yeah. But I don't stream
1: anymore, so I don't really give a shit. And <laughs> I don't want the Wii U. <laughs> I would still want one, just for um, like I said, the Wind Waker remake, and also Xenoblade Chronicles X, which for some reason is yeah. still only on the Wii U. <laughs> Both of those games somehow still only on the Wii U it would be so easy to put them don't on worry. the Switch.
0: In another ten years, they'll re-release the Xenoblade Chronicles X uh, God
1: Edition or whatever. Xenoblade is very good about not having bullshit editions. Like the definitive edition of the first one on the Switch is actually like ju- so much better than the original version. <laughs> Just like from a graphical standpoint, uh... except they did anime everybody up. They, they really... Yeah. They really animate everybody. They like to do that. <laughs> they like to do that. But it does put them in All more right, consistent well, artistic direction with, like, the rest of the series, so...
0: Yeah. Well, that's it for us. Uh, the Wii U, in fact, was not because
1: of bad will towards no. Nintendo. People would have because loved to buy the, a Nintendo fucking... product in 2013. Best will, yeah. That was uh, the Nintendo 3DS was coming out around that same time, and uh, correct, yeah, very popular handheld.
0: Yes, yeah. The botched naming again immediately after with the new 3DS, the
1: new 3DS XL, and yeah, yeah. They they were they were they were dumb for a bit. <laughs> They're always dumb. They're Nintendo, but. No, yeah. the, they screwed the pooch on Nintendo uh, on the Wii U. But like yes, they, did. <laughs> they really fucked it up themselves. It wasn't people they it, it was completely them dropping the ball
0: and not anyone else. Yeah.
1: And I'm sure like Satoru Iwata were he alive today would tell you the same thing.
0: Yeah. Alright, well, that's it for us. We will see you in a couple weeks where we will be talking about way too much anime and. A
1: bullshit book that I need to buy.
0: Aggressive Six. Yeah. What are we going to do when it
1: comes to your time? We're doing more Infinite Dendrogram? I'll figure that out when it comes time to do it. Because do I have lists down here?
0: Um, technically, you have... Ooh, I would
1: love uh, to force you to read this one. I forgot I haven't made you read that yet.
0: Is, is this... What's the...
1: What's the what?
0: I mean, I've, I've watched the anime for this. Oh,
1: yeah? The books are way different. Like okay. they follow the same general pl- plot thread, so you'll know what's happening. But the the world is built on so much more intricately in the books. Like like it's basically just a different setting, in my opinion. Huh. Like I I legit stopped watching the anime because the books were so much better to me. Interesting.
0: Okay. Yeah. Well, anyways, we'll see you next time. Bye!
1: Bye!